I don't know myself at all, Tyler. That's good to know. I don't know myself at all. I keep having these ideas about who I'm going to be and what I'm going to want to want in the future. And damn, do I miss the mark very often. Yeah, well, you have these uh, projections that have no basis in reality. You're just making them up on the spot. Well, and then when reality doesn't suit our frame of mind, we get upset. But I think that I'm basing it on data and statistical reference, and I'm keeping a, a track on. The universe don't give a crap about any of that. Here's the deal. No, I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about like, like Mole Ryan buys a shirt. And then he brings it home and home Ryan is like, what the fuck is this? I hate this shirt. I'll never wear this shirt. Really? Oh, that happens to me all the time. Huh. My closet is littered with things that I thought that I'd love. If you, you, did, if you didn't wear a baby schmedium, I'd take a couple off your, off your hands. You can have it. You can wear it like a bandana. You know me, Tyler. I have an extensive amount of clothes. Uh, you do. Yeah. Absolutely. I wear like eight. I wear like eight things. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And there's this suit. I wear this suit quite often. Fits you well. 10 a.m. Ryan meal preps, but 10 p.m. Ryan wants Wendy's, Tyler. What the hell am I supposed to do with this? I, I, I think this to myself every single day. Mm -hmm. If I could just set myself up at night, mm -hmm. the mornings would be a lot easier because you're starting from nothing again when you wake up. You're, you're getting out of bed. Night Tyler wants to do all the bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants the fried uh, the steak. He wants the 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 uh, the wine. He wants all of it. He wants fried steak dipped in wine. It's basically how the human mind works: is that you you have these projections of yourself, and then it turns out you're morally bankrupt. Yeah, Tyler. Yep. Uh, how Wait, about me? Like specifically? No, no, no. Um. Now, how about this one? How about where you put? Close into the washing machine. You're feeling all good. I, for me personally, my mornings are manic. You know, my mornings are just, I'm doing friggin' flips around the house like Spider-Man. Is that why you come to my house to uh, unload some of it? We'll get into conversations in the morning and they will take a manic turn and I'm just on the couch. Just yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know what it is? I do a lot of meditation in the morning and a lot of reading and all that stuff. So I'm very, I'm very deeply tuned in and I have these moments where I'm like, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna unleash this on Tyler. <laughs> Sometimes I'm talking to you and I know that I'm doing it. How about this? You put clothes in the washing machine in the morning, but then future you is like, "Why would you do this to me? What mm -hmm. the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. what, what? What am I supposed to do with this?" Past Tyler was a dick. I mean, just a piece of crap. Yeah. He does, it seems like he doesn't know me at all. No wonder no one will love him. Somebody love me. When it comes to ignoring cries for help, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that votes early and votes often. To my left, a man who says the hardest part of his grandmother passing away was making it look like an accident, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? I mean, at that point, her bones were all brittle. It was very easy to just tip her on over. You just say the air conditioner turned on and she just went flying down the steps like a tissue. Mm -hmm. I stole that joke from the internet, by the way. I <laughs> Ryan's really been on this truth kick about catching himself in the moment, and it's been really, really uh, enlightening to watch, to be honest with you. I prefer not to talk about it. 
<laughs> he call, he's been calling himself out in the moment, and it's it's you see the real struggle on his face. All right, let's sink into this for a minute, okay? It is true. I am one of my habits is lying. It just over oh, my over a lot of my, people are guiltier of that. Sure, mm -hmm. sure, but I'm not in charge of a lot of people. I'm in charge of me. So over my over my life, I have been um I, I I just learned how to manipulate people and I and I learned how to lie without even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So it's still built into me after, you know, 10 seconds, my brain all of a sudden will be like What's going on? Uh -huh. And I've been admitting to it, and it has led to some very awkward encounters. <laughs> really awkward encounters. Tyler. Okay, so after we do the intro, mm -hmm. and then we come to this part of the show, this is the part of the show that's unscripted, right? This is where we I say, Tyler, how you been being? Then you tell me. But it's been tough. It's been tough because I don't know. Do we talk about our week? Is that a little bit too close to the depression index? The, the unscripted part has been tough for me. Okay. Yeah. Hey, your, well, well, simply because you don't know which direction to go. Right. Right. Uh -huh. And it's up in the air. So what I think that we need to do is we need to decide on how the uh, the unscripted part of the show is going to go because I would really like to start writing it down. Between the intro and week in review. Right. Or depression index, right. whatever we're doing. We, we, we need to figure out the, the unscripted part. We need to put it on text and we need to put it into our show notes. Okay. Got you. I mean, it's unscripted is so much easier when you write it down. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. I would like, we need to have a script to it. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. I think we can do that. We'll, we'll call it the bloods and the scripts. <laughs> Tales from the script. On today's show, you're so old. <laughs> babies getting rabies, Tyler. Oh, those poor babies. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, I really love the idea. I, I know you remember from Phobia Schmobia a few weeks ago. Sure. Well, I love the idea of us. I'm being, known for my memory. Of us being <laughs> deciders. So, oh, to, arbiters, so, for sure. So this week, mm -hmm. eh, I like deciders better. This week, we're going to decide on who's crazy or not. Okay, awesome. And whether they're allowed to be crazy. Well, I declared my craziness uh, last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember. I'm crazy. And so I will have a keen eye for this. That's good. Now, perfect. Before we get the show rolling, okay, I... And I hate to use this platform for this. You know, much like trying to be honest, you know that I'm trying to be kind. Come on. You know that I'm trying to oh, be kind. Oh, I thought we were doing a thing. We're yes, not doing a yes, thing. Yes, of course. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I can joke about you. Do not joke about me, Tyler. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think the whole mission of this entire show is to is to spread a little kindness through insults. Gallows humor. Mm -hmm. Right. Dark humor. Okay. With that being said, and again, I don't want to use our, we're slowly getting more attention and I don't want to use it this way, but I'm going to make, I'm going to break my own rule this one time. Stop texting me. Okay. Every time I go to my phone, there's 10 friggin' messages from you and it is pathetic. It's pathetic. Stop, stop it. You make up the dumbest excuses and you're just embarrassing yourself enough. Who are you talking to? ESPN fantasy football app, bro. Enough. You, you, you keep, sending me this bullshit that you know nobody's going to care about just to get me to click on it. It's embarrassing. D do you know what I'm talking about? They do pepper you a little bit, but I'm not, I wouldn't go as far as to say is no one's going to click on Are it. You, oh, oh, plenty of people will click on it because of the addiction that is known as American football. That's what I'm saying. You're saying who cares about this? A lot of people care about that. Because of the way that they tricked them. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's so uh, hey, Ryan, your tight end shook it a little hard before leaving the urinal on Tuesday at team facilities. Click here to see if our experts agree. I'd click on that. 
Is anybody worried that it's been raining for three weeks? <laughs> is anybody worried that we're in the, the end of October and it's raining like it's the middle of August? Is, is anybody worried about that? <laughs> I am not. Nobody's mentioned it. The planet's fine. She's just doing a little refresh. She'll be right back on top. And, you know, if I want to go to the pool, I got to swim there right now. It's It was a little disconcerting. I, I finally made it outside yesterday and I went jogging. I know. And it poured down rain right on the, uh, you know, it was the last half of the lap for me. And as I'm running, it starts pouring and it just started raining. Yeah. And as I'm running over the gutters, there's just water shooting up because there's no there's more nowhere, room down there. Nowhere for it to go. We're like <laughs> below sea level, which is seems to be a problem if I understand shapes right. Those uh, those houses built on stilts. We're going to start adopting that throughout Florida. That makes sense to me. Uh, but the thing is, is you told me yesterday, you're like, Ryan, I'm going to go for a run. And you're like, all right, all right, see you later. And then you shut the door and all of a sudden I hear. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, OK, so Tyler's dead. It made me feel sad for your life. Why? We'll talk about it in the depression. You don't understand how segues work, Tyler. I, you just don't get it. I got defensive. You don't <laughs> say. <laughs> what the depression is, is a way for Tyler to get defensive, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how you doing this week, buddy? When he says the depression, he means the depression index. Sure. Um, I actually- What depression index? <laughs> I uh, I actually came prepared uh, today. Is it because I called you out last week? Please don't step on my dick. <laughs> oh man! Last week I told Tyler that every that every time that he does this, he says exactly the same thing. But you're stepping on my dick again. Damn it, Phil. Oh, I was just gonna say Anthony took a real victory lap. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So for my depression index, um, due to blistering awareness that was bestowed upon me last week by passive aggressive Anthony, uh, I, Ryan, I also have not forgotten how gleeful you were it, to deliver the news. Uh, I like other people's misery, Tyler. I, uh, I have since realized that every time we do the, the depression index, I allow myself to fall into a bit of a trance. But Ryan, today- Wait, 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 you're saying that you allowed yourself to- I, I would allow myself to fall into a trance and just kind of repeat the same thing over and over oh, again. Oh, and now you've realized that on your own. Not on my own, you, it was blistering awareness, Ryan. All I wanted was just a little mention in the bibliography title. And you know what I say to that? I say, no mas. This past week has been one of my toughest in months, but it also helped me realize that whatever the issue facing you, it's meant to be gone through. Much like a cold, you have to treat yourself right, take it easily, in this case mentally, and allow yourself to go through it. Know that it will run its course and that it does get better unless you die. You wouldn't get mad at yourself for having a cold, hopefully you don't. Don't be upset at yourself for struggling with depression, anxiety, or whatever cards you were dealt and just know that we love you, you pieces of bleep. Are you happy now, passive-aggressive Anthony? Look what you did. Are you now, happy? Now there's two gay segments instead of just the one. Honestly, I because this is Anthony's least favorite part of the show. Uh-huh. Oh, because he's just repressed and doesn't he, know He doesn't feelings. know how deeply yeah. he's hurt. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. all right. And nobody wants to be cured unless they want to be cured. We're coming for you, Anthony. Mm -hmm. But you've punished him as hard as you possibly can by gaining it up times two. I'm proud of you. Gain it up times two. Reap what you sow, Anthony. Isn't it strange that we've reached a point in society where you feel awkward doing something nice for somebody that you don't know. Mm 
Isn't isn't that weird? It's it's absolutely uh, uh, magnified down here in Miami because absolutely. it's such a selfish culture. Yep. But yeah, I wonder how much of a plague that is throughout the U.S. Where it, and and I've been guilty of this myself, where somebody's doing something nice for you and you're looking at them like, okay, so what are you trying to steal from me? What's yep. happening right here? It, helping somebody out or giving somebody a compliment in a lot of ways feels less natural than giving a sneer to someone or being nasty to someone. And and maybe I'm not saying that this is true everywhere, but I'm saying in a lot of instances, you have to be really brave to be kind to people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I don't all of, you know, fully come through. And I hope that in the future, I am brave enough to be kind to people, no matter what, even if I look stupid. Well, and even if you aren't kind in that one moment, just the fact that you are aware of it um, is, is a victory. True that. And then it'll make it easier the next time. In your stupid face, Passive aggressive, Anthony. Oh, so stupid! And that is depression. We didn't. We didn't spin the. I never do, Tyler. I always forget. The, I always forget. So for this, I'm actually feeling so much better today. But uh, for this week, I got to represent the week. I just give a fake number like I always do. What? No, never mind. Never mind. Ah, this is why I don't spin it, Tyler. I can see your bone. Gross. Wow. For this week, I am at at, at an eight. Wow. And I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm, you know what? This week has been so awesome for me. I, I did go out drinking and every time I drink, it, I, I don't know if it's because the, I'm so used to feeling like so jacked up and, and all this. Dude, we've been having such success with these videos that we've been doing. We have been getting people, it, it feels like, and tell me if I'm wrong, like our it feels like our hard work. We're starting to see the beginnings of it coming back in terms of a community and people wanting to be part of it and interact with it and getting over our own or my own insecurity and interacting back with them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's just been incredible, man. It's Absolutely. And I think it's the, the interaction that really hits home where it's like these people are, and I know it's just typing something on a screen. It takes five seconds, but just, you could be on the billions of other pages that are out there and right. you're, you're looking at our stuff interacting with us that's awesome even if it's something nasty like the guy oh, who, my favorite. who you know called out israel in the middle of one of our comment sections on <laughs> ladies on and gentlemen Instagram. we got our first anti-semitic comment but the fact that the fact that you're willing to take a couple seconds just to tell us that we suck is good enough because you got to really feel something about something to hate it absolutely oh, you know what i mean it, we said it the, the entire time as long as i'm getting an emotional response from you I'm good. Right. So, you know? so I will finish that up with the manic enjoyment that I've had of that has caused me some, some, some aching because that's how it works. I'm at a three. Ay, ay, ay. So should I just be multiplying yours by two? Sure. Whatever. Nobody cares about that. So you guys go help us out. Check out those videos, like them, uh, get a visual idea of how this show works. YouTube slash those guys you ate right on Google All and, one word. and it'll lead you there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tyler. And now. And, and write us at podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com. Nobody please. sends emails anymore, Tyler. I have some stories that I would like to share with you, okay, okay, of things that have happened over the week. Now, the problem is I'm worried that they're not that captivating, Tyler. Okay. Do, are, do you need my assistance to jazz them up a little bit? Well, of course, as far as just talking to you and you bouncing back with me, certainly. But in true Menendez form, instead of making them better, I've just made them louder. Oh, good strategy. It is a return of everybody's favorite game, 
Old timey headline styler. Mm, I like it. I have some stories that I'm not sure how interesting they are. So I'm slapping a, a big, unbelievable headline on it. I asked Tyler if he's interested and I see if I could trick him into telling my story. Are you ready, Tyler? Absolutely. Alien contact leads to uncovering universal truths. Alien contact leads to uncovering universal truths. Well, of course I'm going to be pulled in by that. that I mean, that's that, amazing. Uh, who wouldn't read that? Of course. All of society. They don't I, remember how to read that. I need to know. Uh, well, cursive is gone. You know, just written text is next. Cursive uh, is just one long letter. Can we all admit to it? That's yeah, true. We're, is that we're, wrong? We're going to be speaking in emoji soon. Um, well, until Elon Musk uh, implants chips in our brains and then we could just communicate telepathically. I'm tired of these damn emojis, but don't get me started on that. Okay, I won't. All right, alien contact leads to uncovering universal truths. Okay, I went to a, a, a get-together on Friday night, okay? okay? All right. Usual gang of characters are there, um, except there's this new guy that I've never met before. He was very friendly. He was very enjoyable. I already hate him. An alien, as it were. Mm. Now, we've all had a couple of drinks. We're out back. We're enjoying ourselves a conversation about shampoo and conditioner in the shower kicks out. And we're talking about discovering ourselves sexually. Okay. Okay. What does the shampoo and conditioner have to do with it? So when I say, which did you choose when you were a little kid, shampoo and condi or conditioner? Ah. Now. We got into the conversation. You go conditioner every time. Why is that? Because it just has better consistency. It, it holds on there. It doesn't wear out. Mm -hmm. And what was brought up as a universal truth, if you use the shampoo, it's going to burn later when you try to pee. Everybody knows everybody's been there. I've never tried it before. I have no idea. Well, see, it, apparently I found out that I was doing it wrong. I was just holding it open and just packing the shampoo in there. I, I, apparently that's not how you do it, Tyler. I didn't realize I made my own fluids. I thought I had to put them in there. <laughs> like how they used to load the muskets back in the day. <laughs> so that obviously led to coming of age tales of our youthful romantic side. Okay. And then the whole subject of whether little kids get boners came up. What? It was a, what? Why are you talking about that? Wait, here's the deal. Oh, of course they do. First I was of a all. little kid and I had a boner. I'm not talking about other little kids boners. I was I talking about my boner. I'm allowed to do that. Tyler. I mean, better, but still weird. We're living in a society where I can't talk about my own little baby boner. And that makes no sense. Do we want to live in that kind of a world? I guess not. So now this guy whom I had never met, uh, he's it. He's in on it. I actually said I, my brother and I do a podcast. I need to go get my phone because I need to start recording some of this information. Shampoo and conditioner jerk when you're a little kid in the in the shower mm -hmm. is something that needs to be discussed. Everybody can relate. You know what I mean? Now, I gave this guy all of our information. So for all I know, he may be listening right now. So, Sorry. So I want to make sure that this doesn't seem like as a, a slight, as an insult. I'm saying this impressed by this gentleman. Okay. He then goes on. To tell our group of friends, and I mean in the most casual of ways, okay, that when he was a kid, he used to have a pillow that he would fuck. Okay, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, that's no, totally I, fine. I, I know a few people who still do that. Uh, okay, totally. Yeah. 
Totally fine. Yeah. I'm just saying in the scenario where he didn't know anybody in the way in which he told it was such supreme confidence, where at the very end he said, yeah, when I was 12 or 13, I had a pillow that had seen some shit. And I said, this is a man after my own heart. <laughs> this guy, I swear, I'm saying it as a compliment. Just I was that like, he can speak his own mind. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. And you, sir, are going on the show. And that is my first old timey headline. So he's the alien in this situation? I just didn't know him. That's how old-timey headlines work, Tyler. Let's do Week in Review. Now, what Week in Review is, for the uninitiated, Tyler and I are bloviating gas bags, and we say a bunch of things on this show and elsewhere that we just make up. So we go back on the next week, and we fact-check ourselves, and we end up with Week in Review. Mm -hmm. Tyler, at some point in time, I said that humans are the only animals that destroy their environment. Is that true? I don't know. Nope. It's actually, if you think about it, it's basically just an invasive species. Now, humans are the most prolific at it, but almost any species could get to that level if it weren't for predators. And that's the deal. We talk about humans don't have predators except for, you know, other humans. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's nothing to balance us out. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going unchecked until the alien overlords or the AI overlords uh, snuff that problem that out. That guy from the party? The pillow humper? Correct. Uh, just very quickly, a couple of examples. In Australia, endangered plants and reptiles that kangaroos like to eat need protection from all the kangaroos. Government officials are now advocating killing a kangaroo, mm -hmm. if you see it. In parts of China, they've instituted a one-dog policy because of China, and I didn't know this, they have a long-standing history with rabies. Oh, wow. The aforementioned babies getting rabies, Tyler. Wow. And finally, here in the U.S., the white-tailed deer. Mm -hmm. The white-tailed deer have remained unchecked in a lot of places and are totally rearranging the way that the forests work. So let's go kill those. Let's get them. Perfect. Ryan, last week I was talking about the paradox of tolerance or the tolerant society paradox, which is which states you can't be tolerant of intolerance for a working society. Correct. I listen. The paradox of tolerance states that if a society is tolerant without limit, its ability to be tolerant is eventually seized or destroyed by the intolerance. So if you just allow hate to, to breed to because exist. you just want to be tolerant of everybody, that hate will eventually snuff out the, the tolerance. Isn't that the same idea of communism? Of course. That if we all do the same thing for the people, the person who's in charge of putting the people in charge will take over charge? Dude, dictatorship. I mean, look, man, we're, we're supposedly a democracy. Heavy on the dick, brother. Democracy and, and people up... up you know, up at the tippy top, are all, they're all criminals. Tippy whippy top. And tippy whippy top and they're pedophiles. Monotheism and the person at the top is money. Tyler, did I gather enough about jellyfish population for it to warrant a separate question in Week in Review? Yes. Nope. Damn it. No, I'm totally kidding. Oh. Tyler, this is about jellyfish not ruining their environment. This is about jellyfish ruining our environment. Those sons of bitches. No, you know, jellyfish are a severe problem right now, and mm. they have no predators. They can eat almost anything, and they are very hard to kill, as we've talked about on the show before, and they're taking over the seas. Okay, yeah, especially since we're killing all the fish. That's exactly right. So you run out of air there? What just happened? <laughs> <All the fish. laughs> I'm just so emotional about it. It's just we're killing all the fish. 
<laughs> just those poor fish. <laughs> like a deflating Macy's Day balloon. Got all the fish. Ryan. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. oh I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, it's okay. In 1982, in the Black Sea, invasive comb jellyfish wiped out a $350 million fishing industry. Wow. In 2003, in Oman, 300 tons of jellyfish damage. A desalination plant cutting its output by 50%. And in the U.S. in 2006, jellyfish clogged a nuclear plant cooling intake three times, forcing a 60% output reduction. And wow. and they don't know how to stop it. Mm. You, I saw these pictures of the waters filled to the brim with jellyfish. They can't, you, It's like the, the boats were on top of jellyfish. Wow. Disgusting. Yeah, that's crazy. Really scary. Just set the set them on fire. The sea is, I mean, needs to be stopped. How would you, uh, how would you do that? Destroy the moon. Put the forest in there. <laughs> <laughs> Two men enter, one man leave. <laughs> Ryan, last week I said that early American colonists ate dogs. Was that anywhere near the most interesting detail? Nope. This is so cool, man. Hit me. National Geographic has an article about Jamestown, Virginia, which is actually the first permanent settlement of the New World. Jamestown, West Virginia. Jamestown, okay. Virginia. There oh, wasn't a West Virginia. There was no yet. West. Right. This time in, in, in the world or in this area was deemed the starving time. You know, it was good times. The Native Americans cut off the colony's food supply in an attempt to stave the invaders or starve the invaders out of their land. Sure. When winter was over, do you know how they did that? They just cut off their supply lines, and they were oh trade, wow, they were trading primarily with the Native Americans. They didn't have supplies, and they said, of course, coming back and forth. Of course, and the Native Americans said, "Nope, not we're dog. not doing it anymore." And not only that, if any of the colonists tried to hunt outside the fort, they would kill them. Wow, so yeah. that's a they're putting a real kibosh on on enjoyable times there. Mm -hmm. Okay, the, the the Native Americans cut off the food supply. And in order to starve them out. And when two new ships arrived unexpectedly at the end of that winter, they found that of the 500 original colonists, 37, thankfully, had escaped by boat. 60 were still there. Skeletal survivors barely alive. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of um, the, the, Don, the, Dom, the the Donner Party. The Do I always want to call them the Dahmer Party. The Donner Party. The Donner yes. Party, which I, I listened to a book on that mm -hmm. uh, called The Indifferent Stars Above. And, man, it, it, put, it was a bleak two weeks for me, man. It, it, it really put me in a weird spot. How do you think they felt? Fuck them. I'm talking about me, man. <laughs> they found that as the colony's food stocks ran out, the people ate their animals, horses, dogs, sure. and cats. When those ran out, they turned, they turned to eating rats, mice, even shoe leather. At the, so close. At the very end, in a bid to survive, some of them resorted to cannibalism. Of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd have to. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I called a dick. Tyler, I had said, or you had said, I don't know. Uh, that people with high IQs are more likely to develop addictions. I, I had said that. Yep. Is that true? I think so. Oh, yes, daddy. The higher your IQ, the more likely you are to develop a drinking problem. Hmm. Women with IQ scores in the top 33% were more than twice as likely to have used cocaine and marijuana by 30 than those in the bottom 33%. That's why they're smart. So smart women are salutes. And awesome. Good yeah. time to be around. Oh, did that sound like I was insulting? <laughs> Ryan. Last week, you said brown recluse spiders can lay eggs under a person's skin. Were you tricked again by a very common myth? Oh, yes, daddy. That hurt to hit that I button. That. 
<laughs> it is a very widely popular myth, but it is just that a myth. Spiders are free roaming hunters. They are not parasitic in any way, thus do not have the ability to lay eggs or live inside flesh. Tyler, who knows more? <laughs> Me or the internet? Or the internet. <laughs> You sound like an idiot right now. You got any more? I just have uh, two quick little house cleaning tidbits. All right. Is Paris Hilton a successful DJ? Oh, yes, daddy. Successful seemingly. That's where it threw me off was the successful. I knew she did it. She's been in Ibiza or Ibiza if you're a douche. Uh, for a long time doing it. You mean unless you live there? Yeah, Barcelona. <laughs> we got you, bro. That's how they say Oh, it. God. Uh, so she performs in Ibiza? Uh, she, Ibiza, she, she, for like seven years. Wow. It's kind of like Britney Spears headlining uh, Las Vegas. In, you in know? Las Vegas. Wow. Very interesting. No, but Britney Spears is extremely talented. Oh, yeah, I, I, extremely oh. talented. Yeah. I mean, her whole life she's been a showman. Uh, I did find this picture, though. And that's a very damning photo. That is... Paris Hilton behind the ones and twos and a guy wearing all black sneaking up and turning the cranks and the knobs, which is your only job as a DJ is to do what that guy is doing. Was it? Uh, that's actually a really good photo of her. Was it? Yeah, uh, she's pretty. Was it? Was it like I've seen her naked, Tyler. Are you sure? Everybody's seen her naked. I spent seen, a night in Paris. <laughs> that really affected her. She's a poor, innocent woman. I can tell. I can tell she's just really shrunk away from society. <laughs> um. Are you sure that's not just technical difficulties? Are you being tricked by the internet? I have never been tricked by the internet, and I don't ever plan on it, Tyler. Right. And finally, is plating pooping on someone? <laughs> oh, yes, Daddy. And that is Week in Review. How did you look that up? I went to my personal files, Tyler. What are you, uh, you're running an investigation? <laughs> nope, not it. <laughs> no, that's not it. All right, Tyler, let's take a little break. Let's come back in here. You do your segment. I'll plate you. And we'll be on about our biz. Those guys. What has he done? Can you tell me? Big Magic Johnson, what has he done? Well, he has, he's a business person. He, he's uh, got AIDS. You hate. I mean, he, he made love to every girl in every city in, in America. And he had AIDS. And when he had those AIDS, I went to my synagogue and I prayed for him. I hoped he could live and be well. Those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys, Yes? Yes, Tyler. Sure. Yes. Where are we? Where are we? Here we are. Tyler, I started tweeting this week. Really? I did. Yeah, no, I know. I did. It's been some passive aggressive ones in which you get some of your junk off your chest. Like chips. Uh, what I realized is that sharing my innermost thoughts with our audience is like doing a trust fall exercise by myself, which was, in fact, one of my first witty tweets, Tyler. Very witty. I, I, I. I'm that guy now. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, that guy. I, I told you it's right up your alley. It's mm -hmm. it's where you get to be. It, you get to be clever in bite sized little pieces. I'm that guy now. I'm the guy who quotes his own tweets. Yeah, I'm that guy. As a matter of fact, I even like the sound of that. It took all of two days. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet that. I like the sound of that. I'm the guy who quotes his own tweets and the guy who tweets his own quotes. Yeah, I can't wait to live with that for the rest of my life. 
unexplainable growth leaves specialists stumped. Unexplainable growth leaves specialists stumped. Tyler. I want to be positive. Okay. And and say... I'm not trying to trick you. This one's super interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. be positive and say that the unexpected growth, like the growth of the economy or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. unexpected. But Under I'm, my boy Trump. But I'm scared that it's it's unexpected growth as in like a boil or something like I that. I understand. Specialists don't know. Because that's the problem with these old timey headlines, Tyler. You think that they're going to zig... And they zag. It's, it almost seems like it's set up that way. I learned during session zero, which seems like a lifetime ago, that I shouldn't expect anything from those old timey headlines. That is exactly correct. Yeah. yeah. Now, this one is again about somebody in my life, and I don't want to say directly who it is. Mm-hmm. And I try not to come on here with just personal stories because sometimes <laughs> that's not interesting. That's all we talk about. Fair point out of you, Tyler. But this one I think is. <laughs> okay. You tell me if, if I'm right or wrong. There is a person in my life who is a bit of a kook, okay? A lovable kook, I'd say, but a bit of a kook. Okay. And this person was wondering, like I'm sure a lot of us have in their life, if a product that he was purchasing was working, okay? Okay. And this product was miracle Grow. Are you familiar with miracle Grow, Tyler? Uh, is miracle Grow? it either has to do with the hair on your head or the flowers in your garden? You're thinking of Chia Pet, <laughs> first of all. And yes, it is a, let's say a plant food. It is a fertilizer. Exactly right. Okay. Now, you're fertilizing your plants and you're spending X amount of money on whatever this costs at the Home Depot. And you're saying, I wonder if this really works. Do you ever think that? I'm sure I have. I can't think of any specifics at the right. moment, but you're, I, I I always am on the lookout for, is this product what I'm actually looking for? Or is somebody trying to scam me or, or data? All you're searching for is data. I know in every facet of my life, I'm always searching for data just because it's the way my brain works. So now here's where our brains diverge. Do you know how this person figured out whether or not miracle grow works? Uh, I can't imagine how by like any other science experiment, you have a variable and a control. Now, the problem with this was he used the variable and the control were his neighbor's trees. So his neighbor has three trees and he started putting it on one of them. Not even the one in the middle, the one all the way on the right. I'm assuming the, the neighbor had no idea. Of course not, because who would allow this to happen? <laughs> he's, he's sneaking onto this person's lawn I said on his property? that he has kook-like <laughs> tendencies, Tyler. I'm just making sure I'm grasping all the information correctly. I actually didn't even plan on doing this, but I think that I actually even have a picture of this. I do. So this person... Uh, Started putting the started putting the miracle grow on one of the three trees. Okay. And this was a long time ago. And I know this isn't a visual medium, but please describe it to the audience. So it's three trees, and I I know perspective is everything, but the one on the right is clearly taller than the others. So much bigger that the guy had to completely cut it down. And the person that I'm talking about thinks that this was entirely rational. He, he has, he sees no issue and here's the deal. Wait, why did he have to cut the tree down? Uh, I, you know what? Honestly, this is going to be a terrible ending to a story. I'm not sure what happened. It may be just that he didn't like the looks of it. He planted them all at the same time. And he had one that was 10 times bigger. It was crazy. Mm, you got the runs of the litter, except for that third one. Don't get stuck on that. The point is how crazy this person is. Absolutely. And, yes. and they think, and they think they're totally justified. Uh, that's just the way their brain works. 
They just think, hey, I, I, I wasn't hurting anybody. I wanted to see if this worked. You, a tree died. I like the idea of this show turning into me just outing people in my in my regular life. As long as you don't say any names. You've been called out. Put a censored bar over my mouth. All right, Tyler, what you got going on for un segmento uno? Well, I just, like I said, I like us being deciders, Ryan. Yeah, arbiting. Love deciders. So, Ryan, let me ask you a question and get the segment off the ground. Would you want to be judged based on your worst moment? Uh, no, I think that that's the biggest problem with society right now is that we see somebody and we assume that that is who they are all the time when all of us are schizophrenics. It's actually well said minus the schizophrenic part. No, it is true. There are many different parts of ourselves, which is the definition of schizophrenic. We just all try to ignore I, that. Fact. I, I don't think that's what schizophrenia means. We just, uh, I think that's an old definition of it, of having split personalities and whatnot. That's not schizophrenia. Okay. Well, we can review. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. We, let's not derail said segment. No, let's get into this. Schizophrenia. This this, how do you feel? <laughs> spell it. I dare you. I know there's a Z in there somewhere. P. Scofrenia. So I want our audience to think of the moment in your life that brings you the most personal shame. Then imagine you were in the national spotlight. Everyone found out and subsequently judge you based on that one thing. Do you know what your deepest, darkest moment is? Uh, if you gave me a couple, uh, a couple minutes, I'd have to, whittle. I don't want you to say, no, 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 no. I'm saying I, I'd have to whittle down a few. Cause once you ask a couple of them, come, I know, come up. I know what number is. one, I know. Oh, I know what yours is too. Yeah. No, Actually, I probably, no, oh, no, I don't. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. Well, I know what I would guess. To my grave. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I told you if you asked the D once, you'd like it. It would be awful and unfair if you were to be judged on that one moment. Wouldn't sure. you agree, Ryan? Yes. That's why I think you and I could provide a service. Let's do it. Not We're like a judge. Not just to those that suffered wrongfully, but also to our many fans looking at you, baby. One you, tooth. And, you and I go over the incident in question and then decide if that person should be granted clemency and understanding or if they are downright crazy and we'll, we will leave them in the past forever. Sounds good to me. Do you, think, do you think you're up to this selfless task? I Ryan? certainly do. Like people parade. It's all, like Judge Judy. You you bring your, you know, your 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 situation into us and then we go, oh, you think that I'm going to believe that? That you said, I could do that. Oh, absolutely. The, I mean, I think she knows law and, and whatnot. I, I know playground law. But she's, she's, she's doing it on a very minuscule scale. She's doing it with these people who are divorced and one Losers. guy owes the other one. Losers. Losers. And she also has a judge's robe, which is an executioner's mask for the torso. And it has like a doily sewn around the. It's just a fancy trash bag is all it is. Let's, let's call it what Like it that is. Missy Elliott video. Exactly. Yeah, that very cool. At least hers was colorful. Cool as hell. Lisa Marie Nowak. Does that name ring a bell, Ryan? It doesn't. Well, Ms. Nowak has a pretty incredible resume. Is everyone ready to feel bad about themselves? I, dude, I, you're a little late to this party. American aeronautical engineer, a former U.S. Navy captain. Okay. Naval flight officer. All right. Test pilot and NASA astronaut who has flown into space. I, I will say having to pad your resume like that. Can you imagine how small this lady's dick is, bro? Good God. I mean, so small, it basically looks like a clip. Just buy a fucking monster truck already. But, <laughs> just come on. We know what you're doing with save that your, Save your time. Ryan, do you know what she does better than us besides everything? Apply herself. Love. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm pretty good at loving. You idiot. <laughs> the history. Okay. 
Interested in space at an early age, Miss Nowak studied aerospace engineering at the United States Naval Academy. Okay, that's pretty impressive. Got married, had three kids, and still went on to receive a master's degree in aeronautical engineering. Ryan, you have had one kid, and I have seen you become a shell of a human yeah, being. Yeah, and I wasn't great at the beginning of it. Or at the end of it. Mm. Yeah, no, I think it, I just killed him in that, to be honest with you. It's incredible. It's incredible because... Um, yeah, I think you did just kill my kid. I did. Um, you know, the way that some people are addicted to going onto Instagram or Facebook or whatever, that's the type of person who is addicted to achievement. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have to commit your life to this, right? To, to, I mean, she did very many things, but you have to commit your life to wanting to achieve more. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's all about time distribution, Tyler. So I'm basically like an astronaut just in reverse. You are a reverse astronaut. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah they're going up. You're going down. That's for sure. Well, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Alas, all was not perfect in paradise, Ryan, as she began to have an affair with a fellow astronaut, William Offling, back in 2004. I think I'm starting to have a recollection of this story, Tyler. Are you sure? There's one particular detail that's standing out to me. Absolutely. Both, okay. both she and William divorced their respective partners in the following years. Miss Nowak incorrectly assumed they would get together until William informed her he was exclusive with an Air Force captain, Colleen Shipman. Wait a minute. Ryan, it's a tale as old as time. No. Yeah. You're saying that the relationship that they started by cheating on their own significant others ended poorly? Yes. No. Yes, yes. It, I demand a recount. A tale as old as time. Sorry. Okay. I don't accept. So far, it's fair to say she done fucked up. Okay. But, and I'm being serious That here, probably feels terrible. Th this isn't that a, probably feels terrible. This isn't an excuse, but this is something that, let's be honest, many of us are guilty of. You know, I am guilty of, che of, cheating? of, of cheating earlier sure. in my life. Sure. So, yep. you know, stones and, as well. stones and glass houses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. But it, it's not something you can never come back from. It's not something that I would look at somebody and say they're an awful person because of this one thing. It's that was an awful thing to do. But much like if you catch somebody in a single lie, that doesn't make them a liar. I, I was going to say, what are you? OK, if you have been caught cheating, yes, there can be forgiveness there. But what are you doing about it now? That's, that, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, after being informed that she was being demoted from sh side chick back down to acquaintance. What? Well, let's just say she took it well. She did not take the news. <laughs> oh, well, could you stay on your side? I'm not sure what that is. Um, you're saying that a highly motivated analytical mind not getting what they want after being addicted to achievement didn't take failure well? Correct, Ryan. Stop it, Tyler. You're wrong about this. Reread the computer. That's not right. <laughs> Correct. Google, you got it wrong. Mid-January 2007, Ryan. Okay, okay. Nowak uses a key to get into Williams, her now ex, mm -hmm. to get into his apartment where she finds emails between him and Shipman, the new girl. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. They are the Air Force captain. And what do these emails say? Reading through them, she not only found romantic and sexual emails, of course, yep. but also Shipman's return flight information. She had flown in from Orlando to Houston, where where they were. Sure. And now she was on a plane flying back to Orlando. I that, Orlando, that, the biggest little city in the world. That night. <laughs> do you listen to yourself when you talk? I try not to Tyler. 
I find it to be boring. I leave that to other people. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Nowak made the decision to drive from Houston, Texas to Orlando, Florida. Why does it always wind up in Florida? What the hell, Florida? We disclose all of our information, Tyler. We we just we're like that 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 cousin that you have that puts all their bad information on Facebook, but in state form. And and they're forty two years old. Sunshine state laws is that what it's called? The sunshine law. The sunshine law. That's what it is. Uh, Ryan, that is a nine hundred mile trip, and that must take forever with all those those bathroom breaks and stopping for food. God, I love you. Uh, or 900 miles. You know what that is? What? 1,448.4 kilometers. That's for our international fans. They oh, like, they like things being said in like a soccer goalie or soccer announcer kind of way. Bugger off. Football kind of way. Excuse Nailed it. Me. Nailed it. Once Noak arrived in Orlando, she began to trail shipment from the luggage department hmm. or from luggage claim. So she waited for her in the airport, waited for her in the airport. There was a, this is, uh, this Speaks more to me than anybody else. This part I find one of the craziest parts. She has just driven 900 miles. The f there was a two-hour delay for their for her luggage, and I, I'm reading this and I'm like, she waited two hours. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I yeah. would have gotten up and left already. I'm yeah. not waiting two hours to murder somebody. I'm not seeing the, this thing through. <laughs> I am starving. When Shipman got on the shuttle, so did Noak. Okay. And, and so these two people didn't know each other. Uh, nope. They okay. had never met before. Okay. Here's the thing. Tell me. Nowak, who I'm guessing received all her training from where in the world is Carmen San Diego, was wearing a wig and trench coat attempting to be inconspicuous. I loved where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Unfortunately, Shipman noticed her because she stood out so much. She's wearing a wig and freaking, she's like wearing like a, the cat burglar mask. Oh, my brain went to like when three kids stand on top of each other to look like an adult. <laughs> three it's always kids in a trench coat. coat. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I got the freaking hamburglar following me. I, I mean, my guess is she looked like a pedophilic Muppet, you know? I mean, just like the crazy wig, the trench coat. You don't know what's going on. Why didn't they ever do that on the Muppets? I feel like they missed a they missed a couple really good jokes there. Really would have spoken to kids. Shipman rushed to her car. Noak followed and subsequently approached Shipman, claiming her boyfriend hadn't shown up and then asked her for a ride, which let's be frank, murder or not, that's brazen as shit of yeah, you. Agreed. Like, agreed. like, hey, either either murder me or get out of my face. I'm not letting you in my car. I uh I and, and I think just as a life rule, kind of like what you were intimating before, don't ever give somebody a ride who's in a trench coat. Oh right? no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. If somebody's in a trench coat, they are up to no good. That's a cry for help. Ab absolutely. Uh -huh. Or you better start crying for help. So Shipman was approached by Nowak. Shipman obviously gets into her car quickly. She's like, I don't know this person. Sure. Gets into her car, but still offered to help. Yeah. I'm just thinking she is in a battle between empathy and I don't want to die. Well, I think that's that sympathy that's built into us where you say, dude, I could get out of here. I know I feel like I'm kind of in danger, but I'm just, I could be panicking and I'm being a bad person right now. Absolutely. But I mean, it speaks to her empathy as a human being. Sure. That dumb bitch. Well, I'm glad she's dead. When she looked, She's not dead. Oh, oh, when she, oh. When she, spoiler alert. Jeez. Oh, when, she, when, she, when she lowered her window slightly. This is awkward, man. Noak pepper sprayed her. Oh, pepper shit. sprayer, which I hear hurt, hurts like a motherfucker. It's honestly not that bad. You've been pepper sprayed? Oh, yeah. Have I, you really? Oh, absolutely. When did you get? We'll get into that. Almost every time I have sex, Tyler. <laughs> For real, have you been pepper sprayed? 
No. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, dude, I, I don't you know put what you're into. Air conditioner on 73. I, I almost die. Um, uh, so Noak pepper sprayed her without warning. Shipman was able to drive away and the police apprehended Noak uh, right away. You know, she's the only one out there in a trench coat. She didn't blend <laughs> in with the rest of the wig wearers. Ryan, as the resident serial killer fanboy and know-it-all, sure. I would like you to judge this list that I have of things that they found in Noak's car. Okay. From things you would assume are in there to the weirdest. Well, the know-it-all serial killer Ryan that's bouncing around in here, right? This whole time you've been doing it has been screaming about the one detail that you but left out. But it's tease, baby. Okay. It's all I, about the tease. I, I, was, I was just so excited about rubbing it in your mm -hmm. face if you missed it. Please mm -hmm. continue. Okay, number nine, pepper spray, because of course I already told you she had it. Sure. Number eight, gloves. You got to go out with gloves. I of may course. have gloves in my car. Uh, absolutely. Seven, a knife. Understandable I got murderous that. or murderous detail. Uh, I got that. Number six, and this requires a caveat printouts of emails between her ex and Shipman, the new girl. Remember that this is 2006. The iPhone hadn't even come out yet, so you couldn't just pull up emails willy-nilly. She printed it up like MapQuest. It, absolutely. If this was 2020, that would be much higher on the list. 2006, understandable. Okay. If somebody's driving around with printed out emails in 2020, that is bonkers. I didn't understand. <laughs> bonkers is great. I didn't understand what you were saying at first. I, now I know exactly what you're saying. Absolutely. Like if you pull up next to somebody and they're looking at MapQuest in their hands, <laughs> get the fuck out of there. You're in trouble. Or it's an Amish person that has just gone AWOL. <laughs> yeah. Feed their, feed their car a carrot and get out of there. Uh, so they have the knife. They have the printouts of the emails. Number five is rubber tubing, which is creepy. But it's a tool. Who knows what she's doing Maybe with Maybe she's into animal play or she has a fish tank. Number four, a BB gun. Just shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, a mallet, because apparently she was going to go after Bugs Bunny after she was done with, with this girl. Well, if you bring a rifle and then they put their finger in the barrel, it blows up in your face. Yeah. You're, you're much better off with a mallet. Fits in your pocket, Tyler. Number two. <laughs> Number two, a computer disc that held images of bondage scenes. Remember, this is 06. You weren't walking around with an external hard drive. I am that, now. That was that was something you had to compile. Why would she bring porn? Do you think it just happened to be in there? Because she sounds to me like she was down for a good time. She, I mean, she, she seems like a passionate person. Tyler. Absolutely. And number one, mm -hmm. diapers. Now, the reason maybe she had a kid, she had three kids. None of them were wearing diapers. <laughs> they weren't built for her body type. huh? That's the detail. So, so uh, on the diaper thing, diapers were found in her car. The detail was released, but never truly confirmed. This is the detail. I remember absolutely yeah. that she never stopped and wore a diaper. So she did not have to take bathroom breaks on her 900 mile journey to confront this woman. Now, it was known that these were not special astronaut diapers. What? Uh, yeah, they were not special astronaut That's diapers. That's weird because her ass was out of this world. You, you just steamrolled my that just to get that stupid derogatory joke out? It seems like it, yeah. One final detail to keep in mind before we make our decision and offer Miss Nowak redemption or damnation. Mm-hmm. By the way, did I say that they're being damned after the, before this? Uh, We're going to damn them. I assumed. this. Uh, those closest to her speculated that the Columbia shuttle disaster in 03 may have played a part in her breakdown. Okay. I can and, imagine that being a traumatic experience. And really, that makes a lot of sense. For those that don't remember, and I was 15 at the time, so I 
I was nowhere near paying attention to the news. I was right. off doing my own thing. Right. So I don't remember this at all. The Challenger exploding? I, I know the story. Sure. I don't remember it happening yeah. at all. I, I remember the aftermath. For those that don't remember, the shuttle Columbia, while re-entering Earth's atmosphere, completely broke apart after a piece of foam broke off and hit the wing. Yeah. All seven astronauts on board died. One of them, Laurel Clark, was a close personal friend of Noah. Yeah. So imagine even- And if she was in charge of the foam. What? I just made that up. To oh, make, just to make the story better, I made that up. I, was I am like, so sorry. I was like, man, that would have been a huge detail I that I missed. I am so sorry. No, they, uh, uh, and imagine, even if you're not really that close with anybody at your job, which I would imagine she knew all of these people, imagine if seven of your coworkers just died. That would affect you. Would I get to pick which seven? No. Mm. No. Are you running NASA missions? I've been to NASA. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't. I have. Oh, have you? Yeah. I was hoping you were just making I that up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So just imagine seven of your coworkers just die, and 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 you know them, and one of, of course. Them, one of them is a close personal friend that would mess you up to some degree. Listen, I was in a band, and one of the guys passed away, and it changed me forever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Ryan. Yeah. Let's discuss. Are we offering her clemency or damnation? Well, first off. I think we need to start here. How much money would somebody have to pay you to poop in a diaper? Oh, boy. Um, I mean, it's made for that. I, am I getting a special astronaut one or am I just getting a like a standard, uh, oh boy. you know, adult a, diaper? Abuelo special. Uh, OK. Yeah. Um, well, those are made for the for the run runny ones. So oh, I, God. Think, I think I'm OK. They're absorbent. That, I, this I'm so sorry to all of the Haitians <laughs> out there. This is my fault. The runny ones? I'll punch you in your face. I mean, grandpas are known for their hardcore poops. They're all soft little stools. They're hardcore soft serve. <laughs> um, I would say probably uh, $100,000. This this show has is devolved into something low right you now. You know what? Make that $10,000. I was going to say, you really think high of yourself that you, it would cost $100,000 for you to poop in a... And I didn't say do it in front of everybody in a saran wrap diaper. I just said... $5,000. <laughs> You're going down, Tyler. Yeah, I, it would cost a, a, a pretty penny to get me to poop in diapers. I honestly believe that if I had $1,000 here and you were in a room by yourself and I said poop in this diaper, I think you'd do it without thinking twice. <laughs> the, the problem is, and, and follow me down this road, I don't think I would be able to take that money simply because I don't think I'd be able to do it. My body would shut down. I am with you. <laughs> I, we have some real bathroom issues we're we're way too open sexually and way too repressed in the bathroom <laughs> i simply yeah if you're talking about semen i mean if you're talking about pee i don't want any part of it i does it come down to the fluid do you think that's what it is i wasn't talking no about because semen. i said liquid poop so all right good. so let's talk about this woman uh i would say i would say forgiveness i would say she she had a mental break dude like yeah i i, I would assume that her whole life has not been spent in that you know situation i would say that she probably she wasn't living like this perfect life leading up to that from personal experience those kind of situations ramp up over a long period of time absolutely it sounds like she was living a life of hedonism which in my experience leads to breakdown a hundred percent of the time. Absolutely. And you know what? That's really a great that you brought that up because uh, a detail is, is that she got her, her, um, her, her, her mental health checked in 96, never got a follow-up and she was scheduled to go in. That was, that was 
before the Challenger. That was oh oh yeah yeah the Challenger was in 03, Okay, and she was uh, d- given the psyche valve in ninety six. Which is to just get into NASA uh, to be part yeah, of yeah oh the yeah Ash- they, make, they make sure you're well, not you're crazy. saying this like everybody knows I don't know this oh no 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 I'm so, yeah I'm saying that she got the psyche valve going into NASA they want to make sure you're, you're saying not crazy. psyche valve like you guys are best buddies that hang out and have beers on the weekend. She had a, a psychological evaluation. I'm too cool for that. Ryan. I, I know. Do you have somewhere to be? Psychoval, right? Okay, psychoval. You're saying I've never heard anybody say that in my life. You're saying it very casually. Cash, Ryan. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she had a, a psychological evaluation. They wanted to make sure that she was healthy mentally. Sure. A, lot, a lot of companies will do that. Absolutely. Right. And when you're talking, I mean, if you have a chance of going into space, they want to make sure they don't. You don't have a breakdown while you're up there. Thank God they don't have that for wacky morning radio DJ because we would be out of a job, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> I say, I say. Let's give her some understanding. What do you say? I, I, I say understanding as well. And I would also like to know, I would also like a follow-up on what she's done with her life since this this national shame, because this was her pooping in a diaper was national shame. Back to the poop with you, Ryan. No, I'm just saying no, that's, it, that's it, what it, everybody who remembers this remembers that detail. It, well, and that's what, that's she is the only active, one of the, the only active astronaut to have a felony against her. Wow. So yeah, that's never happened Because they let the other ones off, but this one was just too public. <laughs> Once you get, that's the thing. Once you get diapers involved in the situation, it's going to astronaut and diapers. Yeah. Poopy diapers is just too good of a story to pass up. And the thing is, since this happened, uh, NASA now gives annual psychological evaluations and prostate exams. And yeah, that's <laughs> that's the only thing keeping me from being an astronaut. My, that's my, the only thing that's keeping me in school to be an astronaut, Tyler. I, I failed my <laughs> that exam. Yeah, because the doctor fell in. Uh, and I was <laughs> gross. <laughs> he just gave me an... I, I can't picture things in my mind, Ryan. Tell my kids I love them. Love them. Love them. <laughs> Uh, no, and what was the final detail? Um, since then, they've been giving regular annual uh, checkups, mental health checkups. And uh, the thing is, and they they believe this to be the case, she was going to go up into space in 06. She couldn't go to anybody and tell them she was having troubles mentally because she knew that that was going to be her only chance to go into space. And you, you can't just give that up. You yeah, know? now you're stuck in space with the shitter. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of like, uh, NASA, we have a problem. <laughs> I will turn this thing around right now. And that's the thing is it's very much like athletes. They can't admit that they're injured because then they don't want to give up playing time. She didn't want to admit that she had mental health issues because she didn't want to give up her one and only chance to go into space. Well, and I think a lot of people don't want to admit that they have psychological issues just because we're not bred to be introspective. Oh, and especially back then. And I know, oh, you know, 96 to 06. It's a long time. It's a long Long time. We've come a long way in the mental health uh, uh, discussion. We have. Uh, in that time. So you pussies. So <laughs> back in my day, we just rubbed some dirt on it. Uh, and so that is one bad day. Miss Nowak, while you're, if you're listening to this and I'm sure you are, we have granted you clemency. Come out of the shadows. We love you. We forgive you. And we hope you're doing well. Ryan, you asked, what has she been up to since uh, then I only read like a brief thing about it. She, it was very difficult for her to get a job after the fact, as you can she's imagine. she's the shitter. Please stop recalling her that. Or she she is. It's gonna. That is her only punishment. She will from now on be called the shitter. That is not her only punishment. All toilets <laughs> shall be known as John's. <laughs> no.
Uh, That's she, great. She is living a uh, a very quiet life in the private sector. Um, I, I believe in like Texas or something yeah. like that. Yep, that sounds like the right place for her. Yeah. That's fantastic, Tyler. That's an interesting conversation. Well done. Uh, I know, and I have been, this is a little explanation on the back end. Sure. I have been trying to get my segments to be more uh, fast-paced and just more information, but with this one, I thought the story was so interesting sure. that I would just build the segment around it. Well, this actually works well because my segment this week was the old-timey headlines, and I'm trying to do something a little bit different, too. I have a couple more things that I want to talk about. Just kind of, I'm trying out new things. We're trying out new things. That's what we're all about here. Uh, you know, even, you know, butt stuff with the shitter. All right, Tyler. A little weekly book nook. You ready for a little weekly book nook? Love it. All right. A weekly book nook, which is something I definitely don't do every week. Uh, I want to talk about a podcast called You're Not So Smart, okay? And it's the one that you and I listened to on the way back from the West Coast about the masks. Do you remember that? Uh, about the psychology of masks and people vaguely, who don't. Vaguely, yes. You know, it, yes. That, that was the worst episode that I had ever heard. Mm -hmm. now, now, my problem with this podcast is there's the host of it is very smart. But he goes out of his way to let you know that he's very smart. Yeah. And it yeah. really gets on my nerves. And I I wonder why. It's like a Bill Maher. Yes. It's like a Bill Maher style it's where, like, where it's, it's like, I'm the smartest person in the room and I'm going to let you know it. And nobody hates that more than a person who is exactly like that. Absolutely. So this guy was talking to a guy named David Eagleman, who is a, name. that is a great name, great right? Name. You know, name. he was a Boy Scout at some point. He wrote a book called Live Wired. Eagle and, Scout? And he is a neuro surgeon okay and a neuroscientist and also did like the i don't i forget the exact word for it and i didn't write this down but i know it'll excite you he did the fact checking or he was the scientific mind on westworld oh very cool right. i've never seen westworld but i know it's a big deal uh yeah especially when it came out and it's and it's very very psychological right mm -hmm. right so this is a scientist talking about things that he doesn't totally or things that can't be proved in some way by using understanding of the human brain that the that the the common layman which is kind of saying the same thing twice doesn't have okay well it's if i may make an example it's sure. very much like i love listening to neil degrasse tyson oh that freaking a-hole <laughs> and he talks whenever he talks about something like dark matter he always he always says like we don't know what it is we only know that it's there and so it's like talking about these things that we can't understand, sure. but using facts that we do know. Of course. Well, it's like Einstein, who had such a respect for the mystical. This is a guy mm -hmm. who was a mathematical genius, which math is a language that is based on a series. It's a grid. And he had more respect for what he didn't understand than what he did. The less tangible things, which I love. So this gentleman, David Eagleman, in this book called Live Wired, which I've already put a hold on on the library app. He discovered that if you're poor, that if you put a blindfold on in 60 to 90 minutes, the other parts of the brain will start taking over the visual cortex. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when you close your eyes, the part of your brain that's in charge of vision starts a war, basically, or, or the other parts start a war with it slowly trying to take it over. Yeah. Yeah. They say that if you, that's if, crazy. If you, if you go into pitch black long enough, you'll right. go blind because your body takes those parts of the brain and re sends them out mm -hmm. to the resources that are now necessary for you to live, like we to talk collect data. Absolutely. And like we talked about with solitary confinement. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. You're mm -hmm. exactly right. Now, now, so all of that stuff you know, and it's still super interesting. Oh, so interesting. This man, David Eagleman, suggests that dreams 
are our brain's way of using the visual activity center to stop other parts of your brain from taking over while you're sleeping. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. That's, I mean, I don't, I, I thought it was a hormone that, or a protein that we, that were, was pumped out while we sleep to keep us new, um, not neutralized, but, uh, paralyzed. I mean, couldn't those two things be sim simultaneously true? I don't know. We're talking about it for the first time. Yeah. I love the idea of it though. And that's the, I, so I, cool. I don't know any sort of information yeah. other than what I just gave you, mm -hmm. but the idea of being able to answer why do we dream? And and this isn't a fact, uh, man, that's such a crazy idea to try to wrap your mind around. And the fact that there are people who are this smart, who are dedicating their time, and this is just scratching the surface. I can't wait to listen to this book and I'll report back more to show you guys how I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, that this is something that's really interesting. Yeah. By read the book, you mean after you figured all that stuff out. Cliff notes. You've you've come oh, up with, yeah, 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 once yeah. you've come up with the answers for these unanswerable yeah. questions, you'll let it the rest well, of the world know. I'm gonna let this idiot tell me what he thinks, <laughs> then I'm gonna ponder it and say, Hey David Eagleman, here's how shit goes down. You know what? You got kind of lucky on this one. I'll let this one slide. By the way, what was the last number? <laughs> Eagle man? Well, and you know what? That's that's how you know how how much of a a novice I am at math. I still refer to numbers. When you get into that super advanced stuff, it's all letters and one number. You put a you put a, a letter in a, in a math problem that you're trying to get me, I'll, I'll, I'll beat the shit yeah, out of Oh, you. yeah, yeah. Or yeah. start crying. Is this uh, N? <laughs> I, generally, my cell is to just be just tears streaming while I fight. Find X. <laughs> Tyler, that's a great job this week, buddy. Absolutely. I, I would be remiss if I did not tell you again. Podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com. Email us. Nobody writes emails anymore, Tyler. But please do. I, I want hate mail. Is it so hard to write hate mail? People, Is it so difficult? People do that on social media but now. But write me a personal one. Tell me you hate me. I'm, I so, will, I'm so sick of your compliments. I will tell you that I uh, have been paying attention to other, you know, uh, entertainment entities for the first time, except for the ones that I liked, obviously, that I was following for entertainment. Mm. And I don't see anybody giving out email, Tyler. I feel like we're like the old man on the block, uh, which would be a terrible concert to go to, uh, <laughs> giving out our email. You know what I mean? Uh, well, it's just another way to get in touch with us. And obviously Instagram, those guys underscore you hate. That's the one we've been pumping. Absolutely. Now Ryan is on Twitter. So if you want to, well, and you are too, if you want to avoid that, you just don't go to yeah, don't. T H S E guys, you hate. Right. And, uh, and yeah, and, and please just reach out to us, interact with us. We're lonely. We don't feel very good about ourselves. So we need your love to, uh, you know, make up for the lack of love that we do not give. Well, ourselves. what I've, what I found is there is no amount that makes me feel like it's actually real, but in all seriousness was that last thing. I actually mean it, but also, um, man, we put so much in and even before this thing started and I'm being genuine here and it's sad that I have to really point that out. It's tough to be able to, tell I know, I know. Um, like we said, for the first time, we're getting some reaction to it. We're getting some people letting us know in ways that I was not prepared for that they care and that this matters to them. Mm -hmm. And, and of course it's not to other people the way that it is to us, but it is a lot bigger to them than I had anticipated. And deeply, deeply, I fucking love you guys, man. Thank you so much for, even for this little slice, if it stops right here. This has been so incredible for me. I can't speak for Tyler. Fuck that. No, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep growing. And if you quit on us now, you're dead to me. Yeah. You're dead to me. I was lying about what I said before. If this is where it ends, it'd be a huge disappointment. For real? What, yeah. are you, what are you doing? I just feel like that's what people say on these when they talk like this. You're a liar and being dishonest. We want to control your lives, ladies and gentlemen. And we can't do that without you. So just 
Give yourselves over to us, and 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 really, we appreciate you guys so much. We really do love you pieces of shit. This has been incredible. We really do. Tyler, what's the moral of the story, buddy? Again, I would be remiss to not um, uh, go off the lesson that we have learned here today. Never drive and poop at the same time. That's no, the, you don't get to make rules for don't, me, bro. Don't. Don't. I always wanted to try to run and poop at the same time. Have you ever thought about that? Like a horse. I've always wanted to see how fast I could run while pooping. You just have to get your tail out of the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like it's that old saying, um, uh, never go to bed angry, right? Have you ever heard that saying, never go to bed angry? Yeah, then I'd never sleep. Yeah, her. no, I understand. But there's that saying, never go to bed angry. Sure. I think, but I that's think, with your spouse. I, I think we need uh, a new saying, which is never drive and poop, which means don't give in to your, your, your emotions, guys. I know that the situation may look bleak, or I know that the idea of your this person you were hoping would be your significant other got with somebody else and you feel crushed. Just know that those feelings aren't real. They're, they're, they're honestly not. That is the love that you do not feel for yourself, and we are here to give that to you. That is true, and I think when a lot of people hear that, they they think that you're out of your mind. How could that be me not loving myself? Mm -hmm. And we're going to teach you. We're going to teach you something. Just be on this ride with us and uh, and uh, join this cult. And, and give us a moment to uh, figure out how to do it ourselves, and then we're going to teach you. It's almost like when I taught my uh, when I was the coach in my son's t-ball, you know, on my 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 son's t-ball team. All I had to do was stay one lesson ahead of them. And I was the perfect coach. Do you know what I mean? So, yep. so we'll try to stay one lesson ahead of you. And hopefully we can all make it through this hellscape together. Uh, Ryan, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, and I like that you were very serious. So I'm going to stay in the same vein. Tyler eats reduced fat Jif creamy peanut butter. So good. The worst of the peanut butters. What? Terrible. Terrible. Really gross. Oh, wait. Did I get reduced fat? Reduced fat. I didn't mean to get that Creamy. One. If you guys have not had- You don't like creamy? Peter Pan whipped, whipped peanut butter. I, it is I mean, the it's best okay. thing ever. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'll get your own peanut butter. I'll get it. I'm fine. Okay. I'm just saying it's the consistency of when your dog has diarrhea, it's delightful. I Forget that last thing. It's something that, that you, it's just, if you haven't had it, go get it. Sorry for being so descriptive. Well, and a lot of poop on this show. A time. lot of poop on this I'm show. I'm so sorry. Do yeah. we normally do we normally delve into bathroom humor like this? Uh, not this deep, but yeah, uh, shut up, you shithead. You know, I. But this is, you know what? That's my my retaliation for you forcing your milk on me. Your exotic fairy dar dairy milk. Please, I think I just said fairy dairy. Please don't say forcing your milk on me. We are those guys you hate. <laughs> Be kind, or we'll kill you.
We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll milk you.